we have a whole lot of superstars on this here stage tonight. Uh oh. I want to know one thing. This is my, my house. house. <laughs> and when I say whose house, y'all know what time it is. <laughs> hey, what up, baby? <laughs> what up, baby? <laughs> Feeling good, man. Feeling feeling good. I, I actually know what today is, which I've been struggling in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's never good. That's never knowing good. what day it is. I, it's been, yeah. But I, I know today is Friday, so I do know that. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So thank God it's Friday. Um, super, super, super excited about who we have uh, coming on. Um, one of the biggest names in the grassroots game. So really Definitely. excited. Um, but before that, that 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 major news out of Texas, man. Dude, that's major. That's funny, man. Cause I, uh, you know, we got uh, Charlie Carrie on later today. Yes. And she hit me with a, a DM. She said, "Have you seen this?" I was like, "Oh, no, yeah. I did not see that." Yeah. They, you know, they decided not to extend Coach Aston's uh, contract, man. It it expires August thirty first, so that means. You ain't got no contract. The season don't start to after August, so that means you gone. Yeah, and it's uh, my my first thing wasn't even about the business. You know what I mean? My first thing was um, just a person who will be looking for another job, and the family's attached to that, and the players attached to that. Yeah, like, man, that's that's brutal. You know, uh, in in this climate, and whatever people are earning is is irrelevant. I'm just talking about that, right? Right. Um, and, you know, I, I got friends on that staff. You know, I was a good friend of uh, Coach Asses. And, yes. Like you said, these, these people without jobs now. You know, and then, so, not to mention the recruits that, that's supposed to be coming in. That's even, man. Yeah. When when the coach is gone, it's a lot of families. Bro, the transfer portal already at 429. That mother might get bigger. Man, it, it's, yeah, man. I mean, for any coach, first of all, you guys, this is for any coach that loses their job. Uh, of course, we're in the business of being informative and in, in getting that information out. Uh, we would be remiss if we didn't do that. But um, still, then the life part comes into play and the mental part. I mean, personally, I mean, if I was had to didn't get extended for a job or fired for a jo- from a job, and um, it would be tough to have people talking about that. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> like, yeah, because uh, they talking about you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Don't you, like, you know what I mean? And and you you're probably trying to take the high road, and you're not saying nothing, but you got family and friends who are seeing the gems in the gym tweet saying, you know, the ball and prep tweet saying, the you know, whoever's saying that you were fired, and whatever their quote unquote hot take is, you know, on it. Um, I I could just see what that what that's tough. Definitely is 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 it part of the business? Absolutely. Absolutely. It, you know, does it make it um easy? Does it make it any better? <laughs> right. Of course definitely, not. Definitely. Definitely not. Um, but uh with that said, that's definitely um some big news that's gonna definitely reverate and, and permeate the entire basketball community. You know, so uh with I that said, what? our host, I mean not our host, ooh, I'm tripping today. Uh our <laughs> guest. <laughs> It what? Is, is in the building. I'll let you go, P. You can do well, you, you rock, P. Rock well, the intro. Well, the, oh, the intro. Hey, uh, we got Dan Olson. Uh, welcome to the Ball and Gems podcast. Uh, you know, thanks for having my me. best buzz on the uh, circuit. Uh, definitely appreciate you getting on here. 
Man, damn, we go, we just gonna jump right into it, man. I just got to, you probably saw the same news I saw that uh, Texas just decided not to extend hearing uh, that. Man, that's that, I didn't see that coming. Well, mm-hmm. there was grumblers, grumblers that she made get get let go, but I didn't think they do it right now. What's your thoughts on that, Dan? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, a little bit sudden, um, but yeah, I had heard the same rumblings. Um, in the past couple of months from people in Texas right. that uh, yeah. had heard that, um, you know, she may have been on the hot seat. But, um, you know, in this current state of the world that we're in, I mean, boy, it's uh, it's interesting because, you know, you you may have people that just want to sit tight. Yeah, you know? and, 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 you know, that's what I was actually thinking. Of. I think when it first kicked off, I was thinking, man, it, that might have saved this current situation, man. Made a couple people hot seat not as hot because did you really want to jump into that fray trying to hire somebody in this climate? Uh, apparently mm-hmm. Texas is Texas. They, 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 you know they say they do big things in Texas. Oh, wow. Yeah, they do it big. Is right. So who who's on who's on the forefront of that job? You know what? <laughs> I was just talking with Mark Lewis and we was we, he asked me that same question. The first name that came to my mind to me I think would be a good hire for them. I don't even know if she's interested. But I, for my first thought, was Neil Ivy. Yeah, because you got to bring somebody yeah. in with some instant credibility and somebody that can that can recruit. And on a- okay, so I'm thinking I'm thinking a couple of different avenues. Okay, okay right. let's hear it. So, um, in-state people. Okay, you know, uh, coach at Rice has done a heck of a job. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're oh, right. Oh, she's she's yeah, really good. She's relied. She relied somewhat on the transfer market. Well, look at the transfer market yeah. now. It's picked up even more so than we ever yeah, thought. Four hundred and twenty-nine. Woo. Yeah. Um, you know, you got some significant names. Yeah, in there. you do. Um, the program changes. Here's a. Yeah. Here's another name uh, of someone that's been solid throughout the long haul. Been in state, has done fairly well, is well liked among her peers within the state. Krista Gerlich at UT Arlington. Okay, okay. I'm not as maybe I'm too big of a jump. That's a dark horse, but I can yeah, see that. Maybe. I can see that. Yeah. Yep. Um, has done fairly well in just a, a quality person, you know. But now this AD is he's a he's a bit of a risk taker. Right. Okay. Um, you know he's, he's that may a not be a bad thing. <laughs> and people are people are always probably looking for him to make an impact, a splash. Right. So. Here's another name of who could he get that's got proven BCS experience that's been successful, that's a hustler. Michelle Joseph. That's true. Michelle, I forgot Michelle's still out there. That's right. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. So that's good. That, that's it's yeah, I mean, and but you said, you know, like 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 Ivy, you've got these other women that have made the jump to the NBA and are in, in some capacity in the NBA doing their thing. Well, maybe maybe that's their their segue back into the, the college game. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, Coach Ivy, so, um, Gottlieb. Yep. Yeah. Success, successful coaches. So, we're going to see how it all shakes out. But uh, be interesting. Guys, thanks for having me on today. I enjoyed it. I've enjoyed uh, having the opportunity to be here with you today. So. Hey, thank you for coming on, Dan. Cameo, um, 
good to hear from you again, man. Been knowing you for yeah. for some years, man. Always coming to the mm-hmm. you go all over, but you're one of the few people that actually come and cover California JUCO basketball. And Correct. I've always appreciated you always coming. You always give me some some private time to chat and catch up and I don't take that lightly, man. That that's major because a lot of times California junior college basketball gets left out because it's top heavy. If I want to be honest, it's top heavy. You and I always mm-hmm. talk about it, um, but you are able to identify uh, the better players and they get included in your report. And I, I'm very very grateful for that. And I know all the California junior college basketball is grateful for that. So I definitely want to tell you that on it. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, there's a. There's a lot of them that get unnoticed. There's there's just a lot of junior colleges in California. And yeah, not many of them are really high quality teams mm-hmm. the way that the rules are set up. Yeah. But you know what? Every once in a while there's there's one of those kids that falls into one of those teams and um bingo, there's a player, you know. <laughs> and, then, so, and then boom, there you have it, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Look, so, so I want to go back a little bit um a, a lot of the people don't even know obviously the people in the business know um about your um, basketball expertise and experience and so forth but many don't and can you talk a little bit about your actual coaching um pedigree and resume a little bit sure so uh, i was always a basketball junkie growing up um it seemed like i had this knack for being a uh, a walking, talking encyclopedia of basketball players. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, luckily, you know, and, and this can be said for anybody that's looking to get in the game or aspiring to be a coach. Uh, never thought I would be one, but, you know, stayed at my local community college uh, in upstate New York. Okay. And, uh, and kind of uh, was a real fan of them growing up into my junior high and high school years and, um, you know, would would really follow them. And they were on a national caliber level. Right. And you grew up uh, in where we're you grew talking up Jamestown, New York. Gotcha. Okay. Um, in, the, in the western New York area. Um, home to Lucille Ball. The, uh, <laughs> Lucy! Yeah. That's all right. And, uh, and so, you know, it uh, it boasted having a nice uh, junior college uh, school there in that community, and uh, a heck of a junior college men's basketball program. Okay, they played on a national scale. And so, uh, as I went from my high school to my junior college world, I uh, I latched onto that. Uh, got an opportunity to know the high school, the JUCO coach, because I went to his camps when I was a kid. Okay. And so there was a connection between the two of us, and uh, it kind of merged, and uh, it kind of threw me into the fire. And you know, I did all those things. I did everything from the washing of the uniforms to the stats to being on the floor, and and then learning the recruiting and the scouting part of it. So you touched all when, part uh, of the program. Yeah, and not knowing what the heck I was doing. Right. Okay. <laughs> and um, not knowing where I was going with it, you know. But then soon thereafter. Uh, he he decided to move on uh, took a job in Florida offered me the opportunity um, I jumped on it and uh, so that was my move to Florida got gotcha. a way to get a free education okay. 
And um, so I spent nine years on the men's side, both on junior college, NAI, and NCAA Division II levels, and uh, before I graduated from college. And, um, wow. That's and serious. Then, and then uh, <laughs> he, he left the men's basketball side, and they, uh, the school I graduated from, Barry University, which right. is in Miami, Miami Florida, a uh, Division II member. Um, they they hadn't had women's basketball there, and the uh, athletic director there said, "Hey, uh, would you be interested?" And to be quite honest with you, I'm like, "No, I ain't interested." <laughs> right, right. You know, I'm doing men's basketball because you know? at that point you would have to actually build the program from the start yeah. up, right? Yeah, and okay. my only my only interests in girls basketball at that time, the only times I've watched them play was uh, like a, 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 a game that was going on at the local junior college before the men were playing. Got you. Or, well, yeah. or when, I think I was recruiting in New Orleans one day on the men's side, and, and there was La Tech was playing UNO. Mm. And I went and watched. And I'm like, holy cow, this place sells out. What's going on? Right, you know? right. right. What well, well, Louisiana Tech was on yeah, the Yeah, that's back in, back in the day when they were like really <laughs> rocking, you know. Like, really yeah. good. Yeah, so, um, but I, re- I reluctantly, I took the job as a Division two coach. No gym, no scout, no no team really to speak of. No uniforms, no basketballs. Oh, wow. And I started it from scratch and, um, um, you know, spent three years there at uh, my alma mater and built it into a uh, an NCAA tournament team in the third year. That's so, good. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let's, wait let's make sure we get this done. Yeah, <laughs> wait. So... From absolutely nothing, you you get some clay and you mold it into making a tournament team in three years. Yeah, it was it was magical, and I'll tell you what, um, it wasn't any brilliance of my own. I'll tell you, it was just it <laughs> no, was going to, to get something. players. You had to have players. Yeah, players make the team. How did you sell a program that didn't exist to even get to that point? Opportunities. Well, um, yeah, I mean, big fish, small pond. Um, here's your opportunity to get an, an education for free and you're it, you know, you're, you're it. And, and the fact that you look, you're in a warm weather, you're in a major city, right? Um, right. you know, it's a quality school. I mean, there were a lot of win-wins out of that, you know? Gotcha. So, um, so I, I was the guy that was attacking the junior college and transfer market before I think anybody else figured it out. Mm-hmm. And, um, and fortunately, I mean, I landed a, a tremendous point guard uh, who was a two-time All-American and then a transfer from Western Kentucky. Um, wow. Yeah, and uh, we, we succeeded really quickly, you know. So, um, so to jump forward then, I just um, spent nine years on the women's side, nine gotcha. years on the men's side, and uh, before I had had enough, you know. And, right. Uh, and, and, and then when did you make the transition um, into what you're doing now? By the way, we're talking to Dan Olson, ESPN um, evaluator, national evaluator, one of the leaders in the in the industry. Uh, so when did you make the transition into that? Well, after that, uh, I was actually an agent for players overseas for about two years. Okay. And um, so I learned that part of it. And, uh, and then... Had the opportunity to get involved on in, uh, doing the evaluations and scouting, and um, um, 
you know, started my own business in 2007. And uh, it's been it's been that way ever since. So just a lot of hard work and a lot of watching basketball, you know. So um, here we are today. Man, about how many tournaments you think you go to annually or events? <laughs> Let me not say tournaments. I'm gonna say events. And- yeah. Well, it's it's there's there's something every weekend. I mean, now do I hit every weekend? Virtually, I I hit almost every weekend of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there there may be a couple of weeks that uh, don't work out. You know, that, that it's nothing really going on. Right. Um, right. Right. But yeah. There's there's probably about. 48 to 50 or so weeks out of the year that there's been something that's been going on for me. So that's just tons of travel and um, yeah, you got to be out to see them. Right. <laughs> got to be in them gyms, man. You got yep. to be in the gym to, hey. see, to see the gyms. Hey, Dan, this is yep. Prentice. Uh, quickly, can you just describe your evaluation process? Because I know you, you keep so busy. You got your own report and you also do ESPN's report. Uh, busy is not the word. It's, uh, it's a constant uh, update of information. Uh, right. It's a daily thing. It never ends. You know, you've got to have a true passion for what you're doing. The game that never ends. Yeah, and uh, there's always somebody that you don't know about. Uh, somebody oh, yeah. that's, you know, changing their game, either for the better or for the worse. Right. And, uh, you know, you can't see them all, uh, but you certainly you know do try but right. um you know it's one of those things that you uh you have to be very disciplined in your approach and uh and organized in how you do it and i think right. over the years you've learned you know i've learned to do that where it's become more um easy for me in some cases but you know there's still a a labor intensive part of what i do absolutely oh yeah. And then so. I, I, def- I yeah. definitely can see that. Like, what takes um, for you to take, say, a, a very a good a very good player, right? Definitely gonna go and get a free education, say Division One. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between that player and say a top twenty-five player for you? Well, I think that uh, it, it helps that player. For them to become an upper echelon player, they've got to be consistent in every time I see them. There you go. Um, okay. There, there's um, a, di- a distinct difference with some of those players that are out there that are very, very good players, but they don't show that level of consistency that some of those upper echelon kids do. Now, mm-hmm. um, are there kids that I see um, more on a regular basis than others? Yeah, there is. Um, right. You can't help that. That's ha- that yeah, just happenstance. It just happens. And, <clears throat> and I know that every year there's certain places that I'll go, that I'll I'll uh, attend those events. And for the simple fact that they're organized, they're giving mm-hmm. me the information I need. And oh, so those wait, wait, kids, wait, 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 wait. I got to interrupt. Say that again. They give you the information that you need. Yeah, <laughs> and they're organized in their approach, so you know who's who on the floor at, the time, at that time. Right. And Important. it makes your evaluation a lot more seamless, you know, where it just becomes uh, just spending the time in the gym. You know, if you get in there at 8 in the morning and you're leaving it at 11 o'clock at night, that's what you're doing. Yeah. Man, you yeah. know what, Dad? Like, everybody gets um, reamed a little bit, right? But I don't think they understand what it's like to be in a gym 
covering multiple courts from eight in the morning to in leaving late and getting to the hotel just to sleep an hour and a half, maybe to get back <laughs> up and do it to do it again. All yeah. over again. Yeah. To yeah, then to be told and to, to then be told that you're sleeping on the kid. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right. To then be right. told we sleeping on the kid, which quite naturally we're all sleeping on somebody because I probably didn't see you consistently right. as you spoke on. So I, I can understand where you're coming from with that. Yeah. Hey so Dan, yep. real quick, how with the uh, shutdown, NCAA shutdown extended out to what May thirty thirty first now. Yeah. How does that affect your rankings with no with no April eval period? Well, that's a good question. Um, I, you know, I, I've been out prior to this event occurring. Right. Um, right. Does it have an effect on where kids get shifted to? Yeah, it does. Um, because I wouldn't see them in the, you know, I would have seen them in the spring evaluation period. And I would have right. been seeing them in other dead period events leading up to, let's say, May 1st. Um, exactly. So, yeah, there's there's certainly the negative part of it where, yeah, geez, maybe that kid's better than, I, than I'm giving her credit for. But I'll, I won't know until I actually see her live, you know. Right. Um, right. But I'm right. relying a lot on video right now. Um yeah oh my god people reaching out on that sort of thing and so uh you know of course i welcome that and then just um you know fine-tuning what i have you know and and uh and running with it because i feel like my my rankings where i have them are pretty they're they're pretty accurate uh you know within general terms but but there's always a kid that pops into that ranking that has uh, become a you know a sleeper prospect that I didn't know of that's a lot right. better than I'm giving them credit for that they would have appeared. But, you know, over time, it'll all shake itself out. It'll work itself to the be- benefit of those that are not on the, 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 the <laughs> current list. Right, 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 right. No, I get it. You're right. Hey, that was, thank you for that insight. Yep. Hey, being someone that travels all across all across the country, Dan, um, and... I can answer this, Brennan can answer it, but I'm sure I want to get your perspective on, can you talk about the regionalized styles of play? Like, what do you, I mean, all players can be different, but I mean, like, what do you notice in the West versus what you notice in the South versus the Midwest type player and the East Coast type player? Well, um, I think that there's um, a certain degree of continuity across the country. I'm not going to sit here and say that there aren't players in the South that play in a very organized half-court type of execution of their game, because there are. But you seem to see that more prevalent in the Midwestern states, Indiana, Ohio, Mm -hmm. Kansas. Some good coaches in those states. Yeah, and in Iowa. And, of course, you see that more. it's more prevalent maybe even in a high school setting during mm-hmm. during that time of the year versus their club ball um but you know I, I mean i think that every every little part segment of the country in their regions has their own teams that do really well in up tempo uh versus teams that do very well in a half court game i mean for example yes. like the germantown lady panthers i think are fairly well organized system of teams that they have and execute yes. very well in a half court game um, yes. whereas I think 
someone like Team Takeo plays great at tempo, but they can play well in half court too. Right. So, um, you know, there's a lot of those teams like that in pockets around the country. Yes. Well, thank you for that. I, I definitely wanted to know that. A lot of times we get questions from parents of, man, how, how can my kid be seen by by Dan? I don't even know where he's going to be. <laughs> what if <laughs> what advice would you like to give just some parents even hoping, wishing to one day be seen by you? Well, no, they need to reach out to me um, and they can find me uh, on my Twitter page, C- CGBR the number 27. Or, or they can reach me through my website, just email me through the contact link of saying, hey, Dan, where are you going to be? Um, uh, you know, my kid, my, my daughter plays on this team. Um, are you going to be able to see her during the year? Or they can just send me that information and then I can watch them on video. I mean, that would be very helpful, you know. Especially now. <laughs> More so now than ever before. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I've been... I've been trying to tweet that almost every day, let these people know, hey, you want coaches to, and people and evaluators to see you, now's the time because we ain't Yeah, I mean, we got nothing but time on our hands, you know. So uh, I spend my, ta- my day, you know, doing a lot of that stuff right now. You know, when I get off the phone with you guys, I'm going to be watching a game on video. Right. You know? <laughs> right. So when you're doing your rankings, are these uh, the rankings of what what is now or are these the rankings of what – what's they're projected to do at the next level uh, or maybe kind, kind of a mixture you know um yeah. i think the upper echelon players have proven themselves and you know what you're getting uh okay. now there's a, a certain degree of projection to that uh here's okay. a case in point angel reese is the number two prospect in the country okay yeah, lefty all right yes she's She's a dominant figure in the paint. She's very elusive in her game. But I think projecting where she can be in two years from now, she can be a really, really talented college player. Now, yes. that's up to her. I mean, she's got to put the, you know, she's got to pay the price. She's got to get, get in the gym. She's got to listen to her coaches at Maryland where she's going to be attending right. to, to get that right. improvement in her game. Um, by her just relying on what she's currently at, um, isn't going to cut it. She's got to elevate her game, but I think she's got those tools to really do so versatile. Yeah. Very versatile. Um, you know, I think she's got to work on her face up perimeter game. Now she can do that, but it's not nearly as consistent as it needs to be. Um, okay. But so talented inside. I mean, she's going to cause a lot of problems defensively for people. Yeah. You know, <laughs> look, is she? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, is there a, is there a player that was kind of on your radar that you were really looking forward to seeing this spring, and unfortunately you won't get to see him just to see if there was growth or what? Is there somebody that that comes to mind? You know, uh, not off the top of my head that I would say there was any okay. one player. <clears throat> Um, but you know, collectively you see, you see these kids come up through their various programs and, you know, you start seeing them at a young age, um, you know, in their progression as they go along. Uh, but you know, there's a two way street to that. You know, there's, there's kids that have been tremendously talented at young ages and then they, 
they kind of slack off, they plateau on their ability, and then they just mm-hmm. they, they drop, you know, and and that's the yep. facts of this game. I mean, that's the way it works, you know, is <laughs> just because you're ranked one day doesn't mean you're ranked the next year, same spot. Doesn't Man, work people think they should be ranked forever. Yeah, like it should doesn't be work just that way. Infinite thing. Yeah. Like you said, it's, it's it's about growth. Did you get better? Correct. And if you stay the same, how about everybody else got better? So yeah, and, right. and there's a percentage <laughs> of those kids you've never seen. I'm like, where'd this kid come from? You know, and so mm-hmm. so exactly. there's all those factors come into play. You know, and um, so yeah, um, it's 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 enjoyable though. It's fun for me to see kids progress and continue to progress as they go along in their career. You know, yeah. yeah. I really, I really liked what you said um, when we was assessing where Reese could be. You know, um, in a couple of years, and one of the things Prentice and I talk about a lot. A lot of players are really good at the club level, mm-hmm. even high school level, because they're getting up and down and they're in transition so much, especially being on dominant teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you speak about? a lot of things that they're going to need next level in the half court since the game is primarily going to be played in the half court. Well, the thing that will help the current high school travel player right now as they progress is their physical development. You know, that physical and, development of, of Angel uh, in her, that's going to translate to being a really helpful tool for her because she'll be able to take that hit, take the contact or bring the contact and still score the basket. Mm-hmm. Now she's able to do that some now, but you know, it's becoming, it will become a faster, more physical game for everybody as they progress into their college seasons. Um, right. But I'm, I'm the, I'm the old school advocate of if you can't pull up and hit a mid range jump shot, and if you can't handle the ball against pressure, Man. you can't play college basketball. Hello, hello, man. That's, that's a nugget right there, buddy. That, that that's that's a jewel for me. Then I, I look. We didn't got thirty minutes of your time, which is it's priceless. <laughs> that that is priceless, and I I am so grateful. Um, P, I have nothing left. The man, you gave me all I needed. <laughs> oh man, Dan always wealth of knowledge. I enjoy sitting with him in, in the gym, man. We just always have we to do. Chat, we so. do. I enjoy it. I've, I miss those times and look forward to them happening again here soon so let's let's make sure everybody's safe out there in this world and practicing their and stay home distancing (laughs) yeah you know and uh send those videos you know let's 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 get that thing going and uh let's hope that all uh, ends up well here in the next couple of months and let's go yankees (laughs) because right now they're undefeated man I know, right? I'm loving it. <laughs> hey, thanks so much, Dan. We appreciate your time. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a good day. Bye. Thanks, Dan. You too. Bye. Man, that was that was awesome, dude. That was awesome. There is a side, man. The, the parents are gonna definitely. Am I still on? Um, Oh, you're still on. Yeah, yeah you're you still, still on. on. You okay. uh, <laughs> thanks again. That was that was awesome. Man, that that's there's so much information. I really liked that he talked about the consistency and where I saw you at at one point and where I'm looking to see you go. 
the next time I see you, you know, definitely separating the very good from the upper echelon in terms of what he's looking for. Um, talking about his journey where he started at in the in the deep northeast, you know, then hey, the south. You learned something I didn't know. I didn't know he did that at Division Two level. I didn't yeah, know that. I, I, I knew that, and I was so happy that he spoke on it. You know, um, it was three years. That that's man. dude. That's something. Nothing to tournament. I mean, in nothing three years. Had, nothing at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely nothing. You're right, nothing. nothing, nothing. But, uh, that that's incredible. So, um, just another testament that that where we see people are right now. You know, he's Dan Olsen, ESPN. You know, um, and you're thinking like, man, how did he get there? And I want to do that. And people have paid a lot of dues. A lot. That man said he washed uniforms, cleaned balls, cleaned the court. You know what I mean? Like. Like there's a lot of people in this game that have definitely paid dues, and none of us are perfect, but but the journey and the grind many have done, and so definitely appreciative. Dan Olson, ESPN, uh, look him up. He gave his uh, his Twitter CGBR27. Uh, make sure to get a hold of him. You can email him as as well. Uh, send those videos. Send the videos. You can tag Ball and Jim. You can tag Ball and Yeah, Trap. you can tag. We love to see too. You know, please send those videos. You just heard it from him. Um, well, hold up, Kevin. He gave them the blueprint on how to get in touch with him, and how if they, if they everybody keeps saying that he didn't see him. He gave you the blueprint. Right. <laughs> I mean, and, oh. and, and now more than ever, you have an opportunity um, as, as everybody is resetting. You know, their their mental and their physical and their wellness. You have an opportunity now to take some time yeah. to put together a nice and, video and, and get it to him and, and get it. And, and as, not just uh, was him. it Nick Grant? Send it to college or anyone? College yeah. coaches too. Me, you, because whoever. And I, I'm not sure if it was. Uh, and I hope I don't get it. I wrong. think it was Nick that said that. I think it was Nick that said, "Hey, make sure it's not a mass mail. Make yeah. sure that you can send a, a highlight. The highlight can only be two minutes. Well, you don't need yeah. an eight-minute highlight. Highlight in a full like, game. Yep, you're right. And then a full game, right? So no mass communication. Yeah, you might, you might not want to copy and paste and have a wrong right. name right. on it, but that's gonna get you in the, in the lead basket. Right. Keep the highlight under two and a half minutes. No cursing, please." Please, no cursing. Well, I don't mind cursing, bitch. <laughs> I, 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 look, I prefer not. Right? So, and, and then send a whole game and let that person that's receiving kind of dive into that and do what they need to do. And then give them time to assess. Right, right. Don't send the game film and the highlight and hit him back the next day and come out with your thoughts. Give him chance right. to Right. Hey, now, Pete, <laughs> Pete, the next day, be trying to send it at high by 4 p.m. talking about hey I, I mean I emailed you I mean what's your, what's, I ain't got your thoughts what's your thoughts oh I've got that you know what I'm saying give me a chance to watch it <laughs> right so definitely definitely grateful that, that Dan came on yeah, um, we are looking forward to club we're about to get into club coaches D2 coaches NAI coaches JUCO coaches coaches we're about to flood you guys with players if you guys have someone that um would benefit from the ball and gems podcast and then in turn we believe they're benefiting you guys with what they're providing whether it's a service or product um just their knowledge please hit us up yeah. please hit us up 
uh, Ball and Gym. So, with that being said, I'm Cameo Williams, Gems in the Gym. I'm Prince Beverly Ball and Prep. Together we are Ball and Gems Podcast. Another episode in the books. All right. Peace. We all are.